This is episode number three with our awesome planet founder, Anton Diaz. Mabuhai and welcome to the Best of You podcast. I'm your host, Mike Grogan, and each week we give you an inspirational person or message designed to empower you to go further faster. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now let the show begin. guys and welcome to today's show Mabuhai very special guest for you today and this man is a spectacular I really really enjoy this interview and I really believe that you are going to really take a lot from us now with all our guests we're going to have guests from so many different sectors today's guest is from the world of blogging and social media we're going to have guests from the world of sport, we're going to have guests from the world of politics, business, entrepreneurs, religion, etc., etc. I sincerely believe that regardless of the industry the individual is in, you're going to take a lot of lessons from this. You're going to take a lot of value. I know I certainly did when Anton shared with me some of his insights. He's an amazing person. Really respect him. He's got a real heart for the Philippines. His blog, Our Awesome Planet, one million page views per month. One million page views per month. Wow. It's, it's just amazing what this man, the amount of people that follow this man and respect this, um, respect his achievements and the respect, the value he's giving to the Philippines. If you're not familiar with it, I really encourage you to check it out, ourawesomeplanet.com. It's the Philippines and ASEAN's number one food and travel blog on awesome food and travel experiences. So please check it out. Um, I think you will definitely not regret it. But this interview is a special interview. So I, without further ado, I'm going to now move on to the interview. But once again, I want, I want to apologize because the sound quality is not as I would like it. There was There's some background noise because we're in an open space. So I apologize for that. But regardless, there's still a lot of quality audio there that you'll be able to hear hopefully clearly. I welcome your comments at the end of the show. But now that's enough for me. Now let's get to this amazing interview, Anton Diaz. Okay, so thank you, Anton Diaz. Yes, Mike. I Grogan. really, really appreciate <clears throat> you making some time. It is a beautiful day. We're in a, a is, nice location. Yeah. And we're going to ask you some questions that I hope our listeners will significantly benefit from. Yeah, yeah. I do hope uh, a lot of your listeners will be blessed by this okay. uh, interview. Thank you. So maybe I, I want to start out with... The question I ask all my guests, so what gave you joy in the last 24 hours? Wow, that's uh, profound. <laughs> well, for me, it's really about helping uh, people. The more that they are a stranger to me, you know, or the more that uh, they needed my help and I don't know them, so I wanted to help out. So as much as possible, I help them um, out by, you know, having an awesome life here in Manila. Yeah. So today, uh, just this morning, you know, I uh, brought my mom to the doctor. So I hope she'll be happy. She, she had this cataract problem for, for a long time already. So, yeah, and, and the people that you meet online, you know, asking for help. Yeah. Some, some people are asking for help for blogging, some for yeah, as simple as restaurant recommendation. You know, the hardest decision is where to eat. So <laughs> being able to help with that decision... Yeah, it makes you happy. And when people email you and say, "Hey, thanks for the recommendation and stuff," so, excellent. That keeps you going. Okay, excellent. Now, for to actually 
ask you to even go back a bit further in terms of a compliment that you received, whether it be this year or in previous years, that you are most proud of? So two things, uh, probably on, you know, the, the best ones are really like um, you blog about, let's say, a restaurant and then, you know, the restaurant, the best ones who would really appreciate it. Because uh, for restaurants, we don't charge any fee for any restaurant. If the food is really good, we blog about it. So the best one, uh, the best owners are those that would say thank you, you know, just a simple thank you and, you know. And those are the things that really um, keeps me going. Yeah. The biggest co- uh, compliment is just a simple, you know, thank you so much. So, like, for example, I'll show you one text. So Anton is reaching into his uh, one of his devices. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, uh, I blog about this restaurant uh, in Tagaytay. And uh, so this Tagaytay is um, like a Japanese restaurant. But not a lot of people know about it. It's the first Japanese restaurant in Tagaytay. That's really good. Uh, I was skeptical also about it at, at the start. But uh, it's located in a, a place called Domicilio. So I, I would have thought, you know, the food must be good as well. So I blog about it. You know, a lot of people read it. I'm sure a lot of people would try it. And the owner would say, you know, just simple. Thank you very much, Anton, for the really nice feature article. Thank you very much. Sincerely, Christine. So, you know, these kinds of, like, messages and compliment yeah. is what you know keeps you going as long as you can help uh, people especially the ones who are really doing very good yeah. uh, work then you'll be um, but in terms of awards for example you know the the blog gets a lot of awards the b- biggest most important one for me mm. was that early this year the Department of Tourism gave an award on Tourism Star for Media meaning you know this is the first time they recognize gave out award. And, and they awarded one uh, to our awesome planet. So wow. after 10 years of <laughs> blogging, and I'm just doing it for you know, blogging. So being appreciated by the Department of Tourism is very significant. Wow. Congratulations. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. I love the way you give a, a very public example, but a very private example. Anton just actually showed me the text message. And you read out the text messages from the restaurant owner. Yeah. So I, lo- I love that perspective, both the big and the small. They all mean a lot. They all yes. mean something. Yes. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, well. yeah. So and um, obviously, a lot of people see the public side of you in our awesome planet. And yes. what, what I believe is with a lot of the successful people that I see, there's always the private victories that go before the public victories. So... I was hoping in this interview we could deconstruct some of the inspirations on your journey and perhaps to an inspiration and adversity. So perhaps maybe to start with that, could you share, has it been a, a favorite quotation that has really inspired you along this journey? You know, there are a few things. So for example, uh, like one of my favorite uh, quotation now is that uh, I'll give you like three uh, favorite quotations. Um, that really inspired me. So, like, uh, one is uh, about luxury. Uh, before, luxury is uh, all about uh, money, yeah. you know, uh, financial independence. And a lot of people still talk about financial independence. Uh, but I like this quote about, you know, luxury is not anymore about just money. The new definition of luxury is, um, aside from luxury, it's about time yeah. and being mobile. So, uh you know, this redefined uh, luxury definition would mean, you know, 
uh, it's luxurious if you can do whatever you want to do with you know anybody you want to be with at any point of time you want to do it you know <laughs> so uh, that uh, continues to inspire me to develop you know this online business so that you could be uh, location independent you can spend more time with the family wherever you want it to be you know mm. it could be in manila or somewhere else and you have the money to fund it to go where you want to go mm. so yeah and be able to expand your reach to help more people not only in the philippines or the reader of the blog but other people as well yeah so uh that is one and uh, the second one is you know success for me getting paid for helping other people at the same time getting paid for what you love to do mm. so meaning you know uh there's still a lot of debate about you know people monetizing passion Yeah. There's still a lot of debate. You know, they say that uh, most people are very passionate about what they do, should not be commercializing the passion. I'm on the other camp where, in, you know, monetizing your passion is very important because you know, as long as you're having fun, fun, it's not really work. You know, uh, that's the best. You know, you have fun, you help other people, and then you get paid. You know, that's the <laughs> that's uh, you know, living an awesome life. Oh, fantastic! Thank you for that. So I love how you re-examined and redefined the word luxury. So, and let's look at the word successful. When you think of the word successful, who comes to mind? I guess um, uh, for me, uh, the guys like Bo Sanchez. Bo Sanchez, yeah, yeah, locally. So you know, being able to help other people at the same time, earning from it at the same time, you know, really doing good stuff. Yeah. So. Good, excellent. So, and of course, Tony Melotto as well. Tony Melotto, okay. Yeah, Tony Melotto and the kids, and their kids. Yeah, I like the way like human nature was able to, you know, uh, redefine the category in terms of using organic products. Yeah. you know, helping the community, but at the same time being a big empire. So, mm. <laughs> so yeah, I like that. Some good friends of the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, when I first met Anton, I think, if you recall, was it last two weeks ago? Yes, yes. I wrote a list of seven things we have in common. <laughs> yes, yes. From reading your bio, from asking other people about you. And this, one of the things we have in common, myself and Anton, is that we both, uh, let's say, walked away from very comfortable corporate worlds. Yes, yes. To pursue what some people would have thought would be a crazy idea. Yes. And I want <clears throat> to kind of explore that with you. And I'm sure a lot of, I've listened to a couple of other shows where you've been interviewed, but to explore that transition from some people will say was being successful, but yet moving out into pursuing your passion. So I want to, later on in the show, I'm going to deep dive on that, especially that decision points. Before I do so, can I, I'm sure you've got a lot of advice. Is there a piece of advice that you'd like to highlight as the, one of the best advice you've ever received? For quitting your day job? For anything. What resonates with you? Um, well, uh, one of the things that I learned throughout the journey is you really need to have good mentors. Yeah. And I learned that from PNG and even from going out. You know, it's very important to, you know, there are, and when I say good mentors, the best mentors like to help other people. Yeah. So if there are people out there who don't want to help other people, then they're not good mentors. And there's only a few of them. So you have to seek out these other people. Uh, and it could be... 
you know, they're not, maybe not super successful. Maybe they're, you know, a level up from where you are. They've gone through, you know, uh, all your struggles and be able to help you, you know, take where you are to the next level. Mm. So you have to seek for all those mentors. And then, like, uh, for me, you know, the best way to, to repay them is to pay it forward, you know, help the, uh, the next person who's probably, you know, very passionate people who are stuck in the corporate world. Yeah. And, you know, they have this nagging voice in their head. You know, and they need to be doing this. But how can I do it? I don't have money. I don't know how to do it. So, you know, helping those people, you know, go to the next level of their journey. Yeah. So, you know, getting good mentor um, is one of the best advice. Uh, and, you know, continue to do so. Because uh, there's still a lot of people there who pretends that they know a lot of things. So, you, know, you have to stay away from those people. <laughs> So. Excellent. So there is some listeners who maybe are not familiar with the Our Awesome Planet story. Yes. I know there's a, a long version of this story. There's a short version and there's the, the two <coughs> or three minute version. Yes. So maybe just because and I do encourage we're going to put the links to obviously Anton's blog, which is, has a story in detail. But and maybe just for our listeners that are not familiar with that, the beginnings of this amazing blog. Can you just give them the kind of elevator speech. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So I was working for Procter & Gamble for ever since, you know, I graduated from college. Uh, so I was BS, Electronics Communication Engineering. So I worked for Procter & Gamble for 12 and a half years. Uh, when I left the company, I was the CIO, Chief Information Officer. In 2004, my boss then was um, Johnny Pua and Jim Lafferty. So Johnny was saying, you know, can you help, uh, how can IT help marketing, you know, in the Philippines? So I was looking for ways on how to do it. In 2004, it was very clear when you do a research, you know, social media, blogging will really impact the way we communicate. Yeah. So being the CIO of the company, I had to, you know, start this blog. I started the blog in 2004. But since I was in IT, so I was blogging about IT stuff. And uh, even at the time, the blogging community, uh, or started with the IT, you know, the Microsofts and Google. So they were the ones who were uh, pushing the technology. So it didn't really get any traction until uh, in 2005 when my first son, Aidan, was born, uh, January 2005. So I started to say, you know, I'm blogging about IT. And then on the side, I would blog about, you know, the childhood of our kids because yeah. I never really had any background on how I grew up, you know, you have, you know, snapshots of pictures. And then when your, when your mother would tell you stories, when they have time to tell <laughs> you stories, then, you know, get, you get a glimpse of your childhood. So what I wanted to do was document the food and travel adventure of our kids so that when they're old enough, they can really read through it. So uh, we love to eat out. So we would blog about the restaurant discovery even the places, it started as a travel blog, you know, going to different beaches. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't know, you know, that resonated so well with the audience. Uh, there are a lot of Filipinos who love to travel to eat. There are a lot of Filipinos who love the beaches as well. So, you know, they started to following. And that's where I get the following early on, so in 2005. But not until, uh, and I quit my job in 2008 uh, because the blog, started to get popular after two years then i said hey um you know 
can make a living out of this. But even at 2008, you know, when I quit my job in 2008, when uh, people ask me, so what do you do now? You know, I would whisper, you know, I'm a blogger. Because <laughs> people don't know what that is and how crazy it was, how yeah. you're earning. And uh, in 2008, you know, if you quit your job, you usually have um, what you call a uh, war chest. We call it the war chest. So, you know, I would recommend to people that you need to have a war chest for a year. Meaning, if you, uh, a year of war chest, you know, a money that can help you sustain, even if you don't do anything. Yeah. So that you can focus on doing the things that you like to do without, you know, this uh, pressure of mm. earning any money. So I had a one-year war chest, uh, still not earning in 2008. So I was about to finish all my savings. Then the internet uh, exploded um, in terms of commercial activity uh, in 2009 in Manila. Wow, and the rest is history. Well, no. Uh, it's an <laughs> no. uh, ongoing story. Yeah. So, because, um, you know, blogging is really like a marathon. Um, mm. So, a lot of the people who started with me in 2004, 2005, 2000, some of them don't blog now. Mm. So, you know, it's still an ongoing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, since it's online, you need to be at the forefront of innovation yeah. uh, on what's happening in the field. And most importantly, you need to have fun because otherwise, you know, <laughs> doesn't make sense. Yeah. So let's open up the topic of adversity. Yes. And I'm sure you wouldn't be here today without the adversity, overcoming the adversity that you've faced. And in particular, I want you to resonate with this, some of the listeners who are potentially discouraged from the adversity and some are thinking of even quitting. Before I ask you to kind of give advice directly to them, can, is there a moment or a I don't like to say the word failure, but you can regard it as failure or a setback or a, an adversity that you went through and what you learned from it personally on, the, on this journey. Okay. Yeah. You know, the thing with uh, online or entrepreneurial ventures, you really have to launch what you wanted to do. And, you know, you, you need to put your product out there and it's the only time you can test it. You know? <laughs> so, like, for example, I started to do an e-commerce uh, play. Because I was doing blogging, you know, very successful. So there's another business model online, which is e-commerce. Yep. So we went into this, uh, you know, daily deal site. You know the deal site? We launched a deal site okay. called uh, Awesome Deals. Okay. So, but when we launched it, it was the time in the Philippines when everybody was launching. <laughs> it was very competitive uh, okay. landscape, you know, right Every month, there's a new site that uh, comes up on, you know, offering deals, you know, Metro Deal, yeah. um, you know, all this stuff. So, and a few months, we have to shut it down. So, that was a painful failure because we invested a lot for six months. And if we would have, like, opened a month or two earlier, we could have the, you know, first mover advantage. And we, we could have won that game and, you know, we'll have a big site. Yeah. <laughs> but you know uh, I guess from, from those failures you, you learn a lot on how to deal with the marketplace at the same time use that to you know for your next endeavor and yeah. it's very important to have a lot of you know you have to try these things and you know hope it works <laughs> uh, I mean the thing that I learned over the past 10 years because the blog is really 10 years now it's very important to launch something while it's about to go on a tipping point, 
So you really need to know the trends. You cannot be too early. You cannot also play when it's on the tipping point. Yeah. So you need to know, you know the right slope. And most people, especially for online, uh, since that's uh, the main of our business, we have to look for trends and be able to capitalize on the trend before it happens. Now, uh, a lot of people fail also trying to do that. Yeah. Um, so it's very important to try and try. You know, there was uh, one mentor that said, you know, business is really luck. <laughs> it's really luck. You know, if you ask everybody, <laughs> so at really successful business, you know, they were saying, you know, like, for example, Potato Corner. And it was just really luck. They were just, you know, trying to do it, etc. But the thing uh, with that luck is they're ready at that point, you know, trying out their luck. So, yes. and they never give up trying it out until, you know, they had this luck until they had another luck. So, yeah. So you need to be there. You need to be present. Like for me, it was very important for me to be full time and to be able, you know, really staking it all out yeah. there. And no, I remember, aside from that e-commerce story, I remember in 2008 when my uh, all our money is, uh, all our savings, our watcher savings are about to go zero. So your back is against the wall. Then you have a family. You know, you have a wife. So you're forced to think about how to generate money in the shortest span of time by online. That's actually when I launched uh, my Maven Secrets program. So it's a mentoring a mastermind program, you know, a small community of people. Yeah. And that's actually one of the most memorable programs that I've created. It earned me a lot of money because like uh, one mentoring person would pay me like 20000 uh, And then it's a, like a 90-day uh, mentoring course. So, you know, I was forced to figure out something. Uh, I was thinking, you know, what are my strengths, you know. In PNG, I was like a Coach of the Year award. Um, oh. So I was coaching, mentoring. I know internet. So, you know, you were forced to look at your strengths and how can you capitalize it with online. Yeah. So that's how it comes. So we market it online. So that tied me, you know, for a few months until the advertiser came in in 2000. Oh, excellent. So the circumstances, even though it was difficult, actually forced you to become more creative and innovative yes. by looking within. Yes. Excellent. I love that. Now, Anton, can you talk? A lot of our listeners are going through adversity in terms of support or lack of support from their loved ones. Um, I'm sure going back to, especially when you quit your job in 2008, that's um, perhaps maybe not all of people that you wanted to support you or expected to support you or giving you that encouragement that you needed. I know certainly for me, when I made some big decisions and my family members, um, yeah, they didn't say the nicest of words, which was devastating to me personally. What advice would you give to that person who's either thinking of doing, making a big decision or is in the process of making a big decision on how to handle that adversity, especially the adversity from, that comes from our loved ones? That one is very difficult to answer because, mm. well, my story was in like uh, in 2008, I attended this Bo Sanchez Kirigma conference. And in, in that conference, you know, which is like a, you know, a Catholic charismatic uh, experience. And, yeah. um, you know, I had this uh, vision and I always believed that, the, you know, I was touched by the Holy Spirit at the time. I had this vision that because I was uh, at the crossroads whether to quit PNG or not. 
So I had this vision that if I stay in PNG, I'll only be able to help because I'm in IT. So all the people you'll be able to help are internal. But in um, if you focus on the blog, you'll be able to help a lot of people. And there was this vision of people, a lot of people hugging me, thanking me for the blog. So that vision, I hold on to well, until now. So I hold on to, most especially during the adversity, during the big decision, you, know, you need to have faith that it will happen. If you don't have that faith that you will make it out there, it's kind of really very difficult. You know, it's very difficult to do it logically. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, if you were going to overanalyze your decision, it's really hard. Yeah. So you need to have faith that, you know, you found your purpose and you're doing the best uh, your decision is aligned to your purpose, then you should be fine in a sense. You know, it would be hard, but as long as you're aligned, then, you know, everything will happen for you. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's some great advice. Because I know there's a lot of listeners that um, are really, yeah, going through some difficult times, fighting a hard battle. And I think Anton's advice is very, yeah, very but, relevant. Yes, yes. And um, the key is uh, discerning a failure. Because I, I learned uh, a lot in the past that there's some failure that the life is telling you, you know, that's not aligned with what you are meant to be. So you have to let go. Okay. You know, it's life telling you that's not your path. Uh, there's another type of failure that says, um, you know, you have to learn from it so that you build on it. Yeah. So over, over like 10 years, I'm able to figure out, you know, if there's like a project that didn't work out with this organization. Yeah. Okay. That was really not meant to be. Yeah. And there are some projects that uh, just, you know, <laughs> just happened immediately. <laughs> and the projects that happened magically, you know, with uh, all these um, you know, coincidences, mm. you know, you meet this person, you meet these resources, and then it happened magically. Mm. That's really meant for you. So you have to look for uh, those instances. Mm. Uh, the more that you look for the better. Um, and that's also the reason like when you first contacted me, uh, I always say yes to people from totally different industries because you wouldn't really know uh, whether that will go through or not. Or you know, so, And also you learn through the process and maybe, you know, that's a sign telling you to go this path. So, yeah. I thank you for having faith in uh, to respond to my yeah, email. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. So, Anton, let's just change the direction of the, the interview, maybe into the fun section, what okay, I call it. Sure. Uh, you don't have to answer this question, but if you were to punch someone in the face, who would that be? <laughs> well, uh, you know, the politicians <laughs> in the Philippines. So, yeah. And there are a lot of crooked politicians that uh, you know, just wasted a lot of money. You know, the amount of money they corrupted mm. was enough to uh, invest on uh, a really good subway system. You yeah. know, Taiwan created their subway system in the last 10 years. The same amount of money that the people are corrupting here. Mm. So, and the worst part is there's this politician that would get, it would say, get money from via corruption and give the money back to the poor people so that the poor people would vote them yeah. and brainwash them saying that 
you know, uh, the poor people would say, okay, since everybody's corrupt, you know, I will vote for this person who gives me money, which is really the wrong way to yeah. kind of do it. And uh, because it's very addicting to get you know, money and free stuff, you know, they don't uh, see how it's affecting overall, yeah. you know, the progress of the Philippines. So this really needs to change, you know, it's something that needs to break this whole uh, entire cycle. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Well, thank you. And on the build on that, is there, is there politicians out there that do give you hope that there's men and women who are making a difference? Hopefully, uh, well, no, not really one politician in mind, but of course our current president was very uh, critical in getting the confidence of the international you know, community yeah. back to the Philippines. So uh, that's very important. Our tourism secretary uh, is also very good, you know, was mm. able to turn around the tourism image of the country. So there are a few, uh, but still, you know, there's this whole big uh, issue of corruption in the government. Yeah. That, um, you know, like, for example, you know, the port, our port system, yeah. here, the um, customs, you know, they already removed everybody, <laughs> changed everybody, but the system is still there. Yeah. That's quite tough. You know, all the heads, they remove everybody and the people who replace them just went back to the same system <laughs> of corruption. So, you know, I, and I could understand, you know, it's not easy because uh, the system of percentage and uh, you need to give me money to move forward, very difficult. To, to mm. so, Big challenges. Big challenges ahead. Yeah, but see, the key uh, is really education of the poor in terms of the young people, yeah. you know, teaching them that, you know, opening their minds to the world and not just listening to the politician. Because without people teaching them what's possible, how they can learn and stuff, you know, this big continuous cycle. So, yeah. and I mentioned this to you, you know, I wanted the internet to be, a, you know, a level playing field for everybody. And I believe that. And, you know, the future of education will be all online. In fact, uh, in a few years, it will be done in college. You know, the college will be all online. And then high school. Imagine what if the preschool education is all online. Just mm -hmm. imagine that. It will happen. So, and then you have that access to the poor so that, you know, they will really understand what it is. Yeah. So that uh, no politician can really, you know, brainwash them otherwise. Okay. So. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that, sharing your, uh, your opinion. It yes, matters. yes. It matters. So in terms of, I know through your blog, you do share a lot about your family. And a lot of readers and your followers do know a lot about you. So they've been very um, open with your life. But is there something that someone perhaps doesn't know about you that you like to share? Maybe a certain skill that you have that no one knows or a certain guilty pleasure uh, that you have? Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I really like to watch uh, interesting series. Yeah. So, like the zombie movies okay. <laughs> or Game of Thrones or, you know, and sci-fi. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm into the sci-fi movie or even, you know, all this. Uh, there was this one... Um, there's this one radio show called Inner Mind in the Philippines, you know, that talks about the okay. psycho phenomenons. And then that show is uh, closed now. So, 
that one is really interesting. Mm. Uh, there was this Russian conference. I don't know if you uh, heard about uh, you know, this, this Russian, you know, Austria was saying, or the Russian people were saying, uh, they were challenging the U.S. government that uh, they will uh, share what they know about aliens. And they were saying that the aliens are here. If the U.S. government would share what they know about aliens in our midst, they would be the one to share it. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, what if? Uh, that's a possibility. There are already aliens in our midst, and uh, you know, and it happens that the Russian, you know, shared all these instances on aliens and stuff. Those are actually a thing that uh, I really wanted to do, and maybe I was not sure whether I'll include it in our awesome planet or spin it off totally to you know, <laughs> like uh, you know, really stuff. I mean. Because it's very important, let's say, see, for example, aliens or clairvoyance, you know. You want to attack the subject to find proof, you know, yeah. un, uh, unreputable proof or maybe, you know, in some sense of proof <laughs> that it exists. Mm. So it will be really interesting. Of course, you have to search out the best people in that field yeah. or in the world to do that. So... One of these things. No, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, called the invisible forces. There's more to this universe than we know. We only know yes, a tiny, yeah, tiny piece. Yes, tiny piece. Uh, and I w- if I were to do a podcast, that's the podcast I would do. Ah. The unknown. Stay tuned. <laughs> the unknown podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that. And if you look, well, in terms of um, passions or probably, is there a knowledge or skill? Is there something that you're trying to master right now? Yes, yes. Uh, because the, a lot of uh, communication online now is going to video. Okay. So I'm trying to uh, master uh, communicating via videos. So okay. creating my own channel in YouTube, being able to communicate food and travel in a video format. Okay. Yes. So more to come. Will we be seeing the coming weeks and months? Yeah, well, I've been, yeah, I've been doing it early this year, starting to do it early this year. Okay. So I've been experimenting on it. Excellent. And you can look back at this year or you can look further, but is there anything about you that has surprised you on your journey? Yeah, I mean, like for example, last year, uh, one of my goals is to make our awesome planet known internationally. And the thing with online is um, since we're in the forefront of online blogging, yep. social media, and we're in the social media capital of the world. There are only a few people you can ask <laughs> or mentor you on how to do it because there's really, well, sometimes the path out there, there's none. No, you cannot ask anybody because it's a unique path that you create every day. So I was surprised that I was able to do it in a year's time. Mm. You know, having our awesome planet be a popular travel blog. You know, a lot of the travel bloggers know about our awesome planet. All the top food bloggers know about our awesome planet. And being able to be invited to keynote a travel blogging event in Bangkok, you know, in a short span of time. So that was really surprising. I thought it would take uh, a few more time. So now my big problem now is from our awesome planet Philippines, how do you take it to a global platform in a sense to be able to cover more countries, more cultures and stuff? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> so you were it's really okay. right when you told me that the history is not yet done. This is still evolving. Yeah, yeah. We're just starting. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. It. It's still starting. Yeah. So the second last section of our, of our talk, Anton, is on productivity. Yes. And is there 
productivity habits that you have that others may benefit from? Yes. One is, uh, or a couple of things. One, you have to figure out your creative hour. So uh, I think a lot of people has this, uh, and typically there are only two modes. You know, one, some people are more creative at night. Some people are more creative in the morning. Yeah. I guess some people are also creative at mid-afternoon, but I don't know. But like, for example, you have to know when is your creative mode uh, more efficient, and that's when you create content. So for me, the best time for me to create content is early in the morning. So try to make sure that early I wake up early in the morning to be able to um, you know, really create good content in a good mood. Exercise actually helps in all of that as well. So, uh, and I know I need to get a lot more exercise to, you know, that, that helps your creativity. So that's uh, one thing. The second thing is that uh, I try to align my day. So, you know, you get a lot of opportunities. So how would you plan your day? So I would prioritize first in terms of, so three things. Uh, I prioritize meetings or activities in terms of three. The first one. Will that activity earn you money? Okay, so that's uh, the first one. So all the activities that leads you to earning money, I would prioritize. Second is all the activities that uh, build relationship uh, with other people. And when I say relationship, it's not about uh, hanging out with other people or eating out with them. It's more of occasions of being able to help other people. And the thing with helping other people is that they need to give their permission to help you. You know, uh, you cannot help other people if they don't want to be helped. So typically, they need to ask you to help them. And once you have those occasions, so it's quite rare occasion to have those things. You have to prioritize them. And then the last thing is if it builds your asset. And for me, the biggest asset is the branding of Our Awesome Planet. So if it helps the branding of Our Awesome Planet overall on a longer term, then those are the things I prioritize. Other than that, so uh, I deprioritize all the things um, like events or other meetups. Mm. I love that. Um, that's some really golden advice. So I really appreciate that, Anton. Especially the, I've heard of it called the Einstein window. Okay. When are you... I'm appreciative because I'm getting greater consciousness of a when is my creative hours. Yes. Because we have a limited number So what's of yours? Hours. It's in the morning. Awesome. Exactly. Yes. If I want to create content, I'm far more effective in the morning than I am in late evening. Yeah, late evening. Okay. So um, no, I appreciate you sharing that. Yes. So I think our <clears throat> listeners will really value that. They really, yes. really value that. And you, at the real end, you talked about deprioritizing. So I, I once was taught by one of my teachers that the most powerful word in productivity is no saying no so is there something or is the one thing that you have said no to the most that has helped you the most i i would say no to like um we get invited to a lot of um, events so you usually say no to all of those things or no to people that um you don't have the same wavelength in a sense so yeah. sometimes it's very important to meet people face to face first yeah um and then you say no to that course in a nice way yeah and um yeah but i guess uh still at this point i think i'm still not you know have mastered the no thing because i think i still have to say no to a lot of those things 
but yeah, <laughs> it's still a struggle for us all. Yeah, it's a struggle for it us is. all. But I, what I liked from what your answer is, it's still necessary, even though it may be tough to say, especially no to people. Still, if you want to be successful, want to bring our awesome planet and even all of your elements of your life to the next level, you have to be able to say no to those yes. wrong people, those wrong yeah. opportunities. Yeah, I need to say no more to food, so <laughs> <laughs> that's the toughest one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in your job. Yeah, uh, if you, you have really good food, it's really hard to say no. <laughs> <laughs> so last section of the interview, Anton. Yes. So this is about this country, this country that you love. Yes. What is your dream for the Philippines and the Filipino people? Yeah, I think our generation, if our parents' generation, their struggle is to get uh, independence from, you know, martial law. Our generation is tasked to bring the Philippines into the first world, a first world country. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's the aspiration of our generation. And I believe that we will see we'll see Philippines as a developed country in our lifetime. So but the fun begins now. So this is the transition towards that. And uh, you know, Philippines there's a lot of things that need to be done. But there's also a lot of uh successes already. We never had a recession for a few years now. Yep. Uh the trajectory is going up. I think the election next year is very key. But um I still believe that, uh, you know, we'll elect the right president for that. And in 2022, when the next presidential uh, election will come, the millennials would have a big voting block already. That they will vote the next president. So mm. by that time, I think, you know, the traditional politicians won't really have a grasp of politics anymore at the time in yeah. 2022 in the Philippines. So this is a period of transition for yeah. the Philippines which is the most fun at the same time, you know, the most difficult, you know, you might get frustrated and stuff, but you need to be here. When their history is written 20 years down the road, you want to be able to say, hey, we were there. We were in the forefront of, you know, championing all of these things. And, you know, we'll share war stories and what happened in the Philippines. And that's why I actually encourage a lot of the OFWs to go back home now. Mm. Because, you know, they go back home when they're retiring. You, they miss on all the fun. You know, some of uh, the people will say, yeah, I'll go back when maybe the Philippines is first world already. Mm. But, you know, where's the fun? In the, I mean, <laughs> the fun is happening now. Like, we can go back to when Singapore is struggling or when Israel was from um, the day that they were founded to becoming a first, they were the fastest to be a developed country. You know, if you can go back in time to live there and to be part of that journey, it would be fantastic. That's a challenge to us all, Anton, so I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like really for example, Gaud Kalinga, they're able to create, you know, a thousand or more social enterprise. Where's the fun? I mean, the fun is now. <laughs> it's yeah. starting now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and meeting the people who's uh, trying to be part of that, you know, journey so you know that really is exciting for me thank yeah. you that's a beautiful vision it really when i met you last week or was it almost two weeks ago and when you shared that i got really exciting so yeah. please continue to share that vision yes 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 continue yes, to share yeah. that we need to hear it yeah we need to have a lot of people who because the key actually like this thing about philippines being developed it's all about a critical mass of people believing mm. it's just that so yeah. the more that more people believe it and you get to a critical mass, 
that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because it. everybody will just do their own thing. And um and so Thank we'll you. see. Thank you. Yeah. Second last question. Okay. Your twenty year old self. You remember that guy? Uh, of course. <laughs> twenty of course. years old. If you got a chance to talk to him, what would you say to him? What advice would you give him? Uh, yeah. Uh I think for my twenty year old self, um I would really, uh, two things. I would have advised that person to really look into entrepreneurial you know, as early on as possible. But uh, at the time, uh, there were no mentors that we know. The only mentors we know are, let's say, our parents or the community we are in who, who would say, you know, do the best in your study so that you go and have a good job in a multinational company, which I did. <laughs> so, but if you had, I would have had, you know, entrepreneurial mentors early on or seek them early on, then I would have, you know, early on in this journey. That's one. The other thing is uh, investing. Yeah. You know, I would have invested early on in my career on stocks or other things. So financial education uh, would have been a very important thing. To tell my 20-year-old self. And uh, and lastly, you know, if you think about it, in college or even in PNG, you know, all the things that you did there, nobody would remember. So it's really all about, you know, relationships. The relationship, the people you help out in college, people you help out in PNG, you know, the really good friends you have are the ones that really last the test of time. So spending more time on creating, you know, really good relationships with people would have been a priority early mm. on. I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So before I ask you my last question, question I ask all guests, <coughs> I want to acknowledge you. Yes. Anton, I really, really appreciate you making time out of your day to come here to share some amazing insights. And I think our listeners have received from you some massive inspiration and massive empowerment. And yeah, how can they can take from this? So I really appreciate and acknowledge everything you do, and not just the public side, but the private side, and especially that vision what you just shared that we can see this country in your lifetime, in our lifetime. In our lifetime. Not yes. The, so that really energizes me. So I acknowledge and I want to thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, but my last question before we say we depart is this show is called the best of you. And okay. it's a show designed to help Pinoys go further, faster. It's a show to help people become the best version of themselves. So what is your final advice to our listeners out there? your final advice to help them that you would give to them yes. to help them become the best version of themselves. Yes. You know, one of the biggest tip that I learned throughout my 10 year journey is I learned that you have to create a mastermind. You know, the mastermind is the best place to create the best of you. So uh, I'm blessed to have, have created this mastermind. You know, we have like six to seven people. It needs to be a small group, six to seven people, a mastermind group of people from different industries. Of course, you need to have a level of success um, so that you can help each other. It could be different industries. And, you know, this mastermind will be able to help you, you know, bring out the best in you. Sometimes you're comfortable where you are. Sometimes uh, you feel that you're not answerable to anybody. So the mastermind becomes a way to be answerable to them, helping each other out, to become the best of you. So, but the thing is, uh, a lot of people, or when I was starting also, you know, I was not sure how to build that mastermind. So the more that you're able to create that mastermind group, 
to really help you grow to become the best of you then. You know? And that's the most effective and most efficient way to get from point A to point B. Excellent. That is golden. I love it. Anton Diaz? Yes. Thank you Mike so Rogan. much. Thank Have you a so fantastic much. fantastic day. And thank, thank you. you so much for giving this to our listeners. Yes. Of course. Okay. God thank bless you. Thank you so much. <laughs> And there you have it, an amazing, amazing interview with the one and only Anton Diaz. If you haven't done so already, please check out his website, ourawesomeplanet.com, where you'll be able to keep tracks of what Anton and his family, um, the adventures they're having, both in the world of food and travel. I've learned a lot from it. I really want to hear from you. Remember, the whole purpose of this show is to inspire and empower people. And really, I want to encourage you that if what's the one thing that you took from this? What is the one thing that you're going to take away from this interview? So I'd really encourage you to go on our website, bestofyou.ph and go to the podcast. And it's, it's episode number three where you'll get to see, well, I want to leave your comments. All the show notes will be there, but really want to hear your comments on how was this a value? And if, if so, what are you doing differently as a result? What do you want to share? Uh, what value is this giving to your life? We really love to hear back from you. So thank you so much again for the show, for listening to our show. Um, we are very new, but our intentions are all to serve you, the listener. And we definitely want your feedback on how we can get better. So that's as always, that's greatly appreciated. If you're a sponsor and if you like what you hear, please get in contact with us. We need partners. We need sponsors to help us make this show even better. So your input will be greatly, greatly appreciated. Okay, that's it for me. Uh, stay tuned next week. We'll have another episode and the week after another episode, another episode. And uh, yeah, until then, until next time, guys, stay great. God bless you. Salamat.